This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Also happening today, the Braves back in action at home at SunTrust Park against the Royals. Dallas Keuchel on the mound. Joining us now to talk some Braves, our 92.9 The Game Braves reporter, Joe Patrick. Joe, how are you? I'm doing good. Just running around town today, or this week, really. But how are you guys doing? Violent Joe. <laughs> and, and, uh, what, we uh, we didn't have no, no situation or nothing yesterday out there. Flower, did we, Joe? Yeah, yeah, it, it was it was rough. Th- things were getting shaky. Things were getting shaky. <laughs> getting some emails. <laughs> now we did. Uh, you, Joe is doing like triple duty this week because yes, he, he was at Flowery Branch yesterday covering the Falcons for for the radio station. Obviously, be doing the Braves game tonight. Big week for Atlanta United as well, and Joe covers Atlanta United. So a very busy man, but a, a, just a well-rounded sports reporter. Well-rounded, which is why we have Joe on now to talk about. Don't the Braves. get on his bad hey, side. Oh yeah, no, he'll come after you. Yeah, uh, jab and Joe. All right. So uh, after after Kevin. Gossman's last start, Joe, I'm sure you heard, you were probably even there when Brian Snitker said that, well, it's kind of like making a trade, adding Kevin Gossman back to the uh, rotation. Does that signify to you that uh, maybe they're not going to make a trade for any other starters? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I would still be surprised if they don't make a trade. I mean, I just think it's oh, best good. practice at this point to to just to try to bolster yourself. Like any team, not just the Braves, but I think any team at this point of the season that's going into the playoffs will be doing themselves a disservice not to try to strengthen uh, in a, at least to get a bullpen arm in. And that is definitely the case with the Braves right now. Uh, they could definitely use a bullpen arm. Uh, and in my opinion, they could use a starting rotation arm too. And it's funny because, like you said, um, you know, when I was watching that game, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I tweeted out that, you know, it's like Kevin, like a new signing, Gosman. Uh, that's kind of a phrase that gets thrown around in soccer circles is uh, like, a new, like a new signing when a player comes back from injury. But, you know, he did. He looked, he looked very good. The issue that the Braves have at this point is kind of a matter of timing, right? Because, you know, in a perfect world, they would have a good, like, three or four starts to evaluate Gosman and kind of see exactly what they have with him. But in reality, they have probably one more time to see him start before they will have to make a decision on whether they need to bolster in that area or not. So, um, to me, that's just not enough time. And, you know, even if Gosman goes out and throws another seven or eight innings, uh, of great baseball, you know, I, I, I just still don't know if I can quite believe in that at this point. So I would still like to see them explore options for a starting pitcher, but uh, but we're going to see. Well, here's the thing, Joe. You're absolutely correct about the time. That's why I just don't believe they're going to make any more any moves like that because of the time. I still think they're waiting to see what Fulton Evans is going to do. But you just said reliever. Are we talking about reliever as far as like maybe seventh or eighth inning? Are we talking about reliever that's at the end that pitches last that that, that so that dude won't have to go and pitch? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the question, right? So um, I Randy won't even my... say his name. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think I'm more comfortable in Luke Jackson than you are, and I think many Braves fans are right now. <laughs> You're joking, uh, right? But everybody's really more what, comfortable really with Luke want. Jackson than Randy is. Everyone is. <laughs> What, what I would like to see the Braves add, I don't if he's a closer or whatever, wherever, whatever inning he's pitching, 
whatever that is, is less important to me as getting in a guy who has experience in the postseason in the, the most highest pressure pack situations possible. Now, you know, obviously those are going to be closers, but, you know, if, there, if there's a, a veteran reliever out there who's been in these situations before in the playoffs, that's the kind of guy I would want to get because the way I'm looking at this team right now is in the context, in the context of being a playoff team. I think they've proven to this point that they're well, well good enough to get in, themselves into the playoffs. And right now I think when you're looking at the trade deadline, you really need to be looking at people, at players who can make a tangible difference for you. And when I mean like a tangible difference, I just mean somebody who's going to elevate the club from from one level to another. And to me, that is guys who have that experience in the postseason because that's where the Braves are going to need help. They're going to need help actually winning those postseason series. It's not going to be enough, I think, for a lot a lot of people in the fan base, a lot of the fans, to just get to the postseason again and kind of flame out similarly to the way the team did last year. Who are some of those names, realistically? Because I think Will Smith was a name that we had as far as closers go on the list. But it looks like the Giants have played themselves back into contention, and maybe they won't be sellers. As far as a closer that could make a tangible difference, and that is also available, and that the Braves could potentially afford, who's a name or two that we maybe want to keep our eyes on? Yeah, you know, I like a guy uh, like Shane Green with the Tigers. You know, the Tigers have kind of fallen out of contention lately. He's a guy, he's a guy with closing experience who could really help benefit this team. Mm. And to be honest, you know, you know, Alex Anthopoulos kind of lurks in the shadows. He kind of, he kind of feels, he kind of is, makes moves that people don't think he's going to make. Yeah. And I think the Dallas Keuchel signing was kind of a perfect example of that. You know, about two weeks before the signing was made, nobody was talking about the Braves really realistically being in contention for this guy. So honestly, I don't even kind of like to throw names around there because I don't know who the heck he yeah. this guy is looking at, but I do trust him. You know, I think that Braves fans need to have a lot of faith in Alex Anthopoulos at this point because pretty much every move he's made so has been right. You know, like this guy has been pretty on fire in terms of the acquisitions that he's made to help this club, whether it's, you know, the higher profile ones like Dallas Keuchel or a guy like an Anthony Swarzak who, you know, he's a guy that a lot of us thought was just kind of a, it was a throwaway trade. He's come in and he's been one of those bullpen arms that's kind of helped turn the tide for the Braves' entire season, he was just kind of a—it was kind of seemed like a throwaway deal at the time. It proved to be, you know, extremely, extremely helpful to this team. Hey, Joe, uh, why is Ender playing? I mean, are they show? <laughs> and I know why he's playing. Uh, let me, let me, let me rephrase. Why are they trying to showcase him and try and maybe package him with some stuff to go get maybe not one of those big name arms, but some of those guys—a guy who we probably aren't talking about that Alex already has scouted. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if that kind of is the case here, just to kind of get him out there and prove to other teams that he's healthy um, and can be playing. Because it was pretty interesting uh, the other day when he he came in. Uh, who was, I can't remember who they were playing off the top of my head, but he came in, he, he stole base, and um, and I, someone asked him, and uh, Brian Snicker in the post game whether he can be like an explosive bench option for you uh, and Brian Snicker was like, well, I don't know about that. He'll come in and he'll start every once in a while. But I didn't get the sense in Brian Snicker's response there that he really saw Ender as a guy who he wants basically on his bench. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's the kind of player who really his value is if he's playing full games, you know, and giving you kind of like, you know, giving you outfield defense throughout the game. I just don't know if he's a guy that the Braves really envision as being a key contributor for them off the bench because you need kind of a lot of more versatility and, and you need different things as a bench player. And I, and obviously I don't think he's kind of, 
at the point now where he's going to break into the starter with Austin Riley, you know, having made the impact he's made on this ball club. Yeah, that's a great point. To be an effective utility player in baseball, right. you've got to be able to play a bunch of different positions, but also be able to make an immediate impact with your bat. Like, yep. Charlie Culberson's been amazing this year. The average pinch hitter bat's like 240, 250. Culberson's batting 315 on the season as, as a yeah. primarily a pinch hitter. Andrew Ciarte is batting 210 as a starter. So the idea that he could be a pinch hitter is tough. Now, if he's playing nine innings of defense, maybe he can, he can help you. It's funny, the way that Randy asked that question, why is Ender playing? I had it written down, why is Ender playing so much? <laughs> and, and maybe it won't be as much as we go forward. Hey, I've got a question for you here, Joe, uh, just as we're kind of talking about the pitchers. Like, I know literally where Mike Fultonevich is. He's in, he's in Gwinnett. But figuratively, where's Fulte and what are they waiting for? Because he's been pretty good down there. Yeah, he has. He has been good. But I think that, you know, with Fulte, uh, it's a tough one because to me, he's like Gosman, where you would want to kind of see him and get, like, see him a couple times at the Major League level right, again before right. the trade deadline right. to try to evaluate what he can give you. But I think with Fulte, you know, when he, when the whole thing happened, when he went down, it really felt to me like it, he needed to kind of learn a lesson almost. Like it was almost like, uh, like timeout. I don't want to say. Yeah, it was. Yeah, like I don't want to say it was like a punishment, but it's like he needs to not be going down to Gwinnett with the thought that he can immediately be coming back up. Right. Be coming back up because he has longer term issues he needs to sort out. Now that being said, I think Fultonevich is still a guy who can come up and provide value for you. You know, as you're making a playoff push and and if you go into the playoffs, you know, because his stuff, I think he's a guy who can come in and slot into the bullpen if you need. You know, you probably won't be able to rely on him as a starter um, in a playoff series, you know, especially considering kind of the reason he is in Gwinnett right now. But I think with his stuff, you know, he, why not keep him around, keep him engaged, uh, it, you know, when this team needs him, when the rosters expand and they go into the playoffs. But I don't think the sense that I got when he went down was that it wouldn't be just like a short-term thing, that it was kind of long-term and, and it had a purpose for being long-term. Hey, Joe, who's the next young guy that's coming up from Gwinnett to get sent right back? Ooh, uh, you know, I don't. It's a tough one because every every the guys they keep bringing up from Gwinnett uh, are not really kind of producing the way that they wanted to. Bryce Wilson has kind of shown some flashes, but he kind of he he'll 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 come up, he'll show a flash, and then he'll disappear. Uh, Kyle Wright has not had much success, so you know as as that. And this is why I, I think that they need to go out and acquire somebody because you know these guys from Gwinnett are just kind of it's not the right time for them to be coming into a playoff team. You know these. These guys need need more time to kind of develop in a team that allows them to have um, some blemishes and, and not just be perfect. And right now, this team needs a player to come in and be pretty pretty good for them, be an impact player for them because that's what they need to kind of elevate them on par with a team like the Dodgers that they're going to have to face at some point in the playoffs if they want to win a championship. Joe, great stuff as always. We appreciate it. We will talk to you on Thursday. Enjoy the baseball game. Tonight. Appreciate it, Joe. Sounds good, guys. Take care. Enjoy, uh, enjoy training camp. All right, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Don't get in any fights with anybody either. Keep, keep it clean. Keep it clean, Joe. Keep your gloves up. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 